Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. In November 1864, a steamer approached the landing at Point Lookout, the prison camp Union military authorities had established at the southern tip of Maryland, the point where the Potomac meets the Chesapeake Bay. A group of Confederate prisoners were prodded onto the dock and made to stand in the biting November wind, while guards inspected them and kicked into the bay anything with a U.S. stamped on it, especially blankets and warm overcoats. After a time, when the prisoners were sufficiently miserable with cold, they were marched into the compound or bullpen and assigned to tents. Union policy was to keep them alive, but just barely. Rations were meager. On Christmas Day the year before, a day President Lincoln himself had visited the camp, one prisoner wrote his family. It was cold and clear, and I was cold and hungry all day, he said. Only got a piece of bread and a cup of coffee for breakfast, and a small slice of meat and a cup of soup and five crackers for dinner. Supper I had none. The men slowly starved. When a long dead seagull washed ashore, one man ate it on the spot. Firewood was also kept deliberately scarce. About a cord of green pine to 1,000 men for five days, one prisoner said. It was mockery. I notice a pale-faced soldier lying opposite me, said another. His old shoes were sockless, and his tattered pantaloons reached to a few inches below his knees, leaving a bare and naked space. I reached over and took hold of his leg, which was just as cold as an icicle, and he did not awake. He had become so hardened to cold. Among the prisoners arriving on that steamer in November was a young Georgian named Sidney Lanier. He was more poet and musician than soldier, and on the dock, before the guards inspected him, he slipped a prized possession, his flute, up his tattered sleeve. Once inside the camp, freezing and fighting off hunger, he began to play. The sound reached the ears of a man on the other side of the bullpen. His first thought was that it was an angel imprisoned with us to cheer and console us. Years later, he remembered the sight of the young Georgian standing in the twilight playing that flute. The night sky, clear as a dewdrop above us, the waters of the Chesapeake far to the east, the long gray beach and the distant pines seemed all to have found an interpreter in him. In all those dreary months of imprisonment, his was the clear-hearted, hopeful voice that sang. Lanier managed to get out of Point Lookout with the help of a friend who bribed a guard, but it was too late. He had contracted tuberculosis. He returned to Georgia, and after the war came to Baltimore to teach poetry at the new Johns Hopkins University. One of his colleagues was John Tabb, his tentmate from Point Lookout, and a man so bitter he vowed never to cross the Mason-Dixon line. Both played in the Peabody Orchestra, until in 1881, Lanier died. Haunted by the tune he had first heard at Point Lookout, Tabb reproduced it for a friend who arranged it into a piece called The Melody from Lanier's Flute. The music made its way first to the Peabody Orchestra, then to the Boston Symphony, and finally to the White House itself where it was played by the United States Marine Corps Band.